Hey everybody and welcome back. This episode is the one I have been waiting to do and it's finally, I feel like, the appropriate time because for me, September 1st until the day before Thanksgiving is Halloween in my eyes. So I'm going to share some stories that I personally have been through regarding supernatural, paranormal experiences, um, along with some others that I've been told. And then also, I will be having guests, so stay tuned and let's get scared together. (laughs) Ever since I was a kid, I was obsessed with scary stuff. Halloween is by far my favorite holiday because first of all, trick-or-treating is the greatest thing ever. I wish I could still do it, but my mom always made it so special for my sister and I between carving pumpkins, decorating the house. Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas are my favorite Halloween movies that I still love watching to this day. And I would stay up late with my father who would let me watch movies that were beyond rated for my age and maybe I'd have a nightmare here and there but I'd get over it and want to watch more with him and I never really got scared of like Mike Myers coming into my house and killing me nothing like that it's more that paranormal supernatural stuff that freaks me out because between my experiences and what I've heard you know other people share I believe in that and I don't want to mix this up with a future episode that I will be doing on like psychics and mediums and contacting deceased loved ones. But, um, you know, it's, it's like we were all raised different between either like religious beliefs or spirituality and, you know, take this for what you you want. This is just how I feel. So, um, I think as, because I've done a lot of research on this, I mean, when my mom used to take us to the library, I would rent out books, not like the fun, cute kid ones, I would get like scary stories, and I rented out this one book once that (laughs) was literally like all witch spells. And I just was like, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be this one day. I want, I wanted to be a bad witch because hello, on Hocus Pocus, the Sanderson sisters were the shit. <laughs> but I do believe in all that stuff. That being in tune with nature and like meditating, you can get closer to that spiritual world. But let's go back to scary stuff. So. As children, we have big imaginations, yes, but something that I once read was that kids are more in tune with that spiritual world and ghosts and all of that because we have been on earth not as long as adults, so we're closer to whatever spiritual world you want to believe you came from. So. As we get older, we either block it out because it scares us or we're told from adults that's not real, don't talk about that. But I always held on to that little bit of like, not hope, but like just that the belief that that stuff is real. Because there are things that I've been completely sober and experienced and I just can't explain it. It just is beyond what we know. So... One thing I used to make my parents do, which is just a funny story of when I was a kid, was I would make my parents carry me around the house. (laughs) Excuse. (laughs) And they'd carry me around the house as I sat on a broomstick, which hurt. 
I'd even sit on a pillow and that shit hurt. But I just wanted to feel like I could fly and I was a witch. And I have family in Massachusetts, which is where Salem is, and that was where Hocus Pocus was based out of and filmed, and uh, we went to the town, and my grandma was there with us, and I was telling her how I want to be a bad witch when I grow up. (laughs) Oh man, children have big dreams, but my grandma said, Lindsay, you know that witches aren't real. I was so mad at her for saying that. I literally gave her the cold shoulder the rest of the day. Sorry, Grandma Shirley, I love you. (laughs) But that was, I was like, you're not going to tell me what I believe is not real because I know deep down it's real. But without further ado, let's get into these stories. Seriously, if you get scared easily, you might want to hold off and listen to this when you're no longer home alone or it's daytime because I legit have freaked out so many times while making this episode, but I've hyped you up enough. Let's get into it. Enjoy. So my first scary story is something that happened when I was I think like 16 or 17 I just had gotten my car and I was with my friend from birth we had been friends for well, now 26 years even though we're not talking and we're, we have had a falling out whatever I never took her as a liar and so one day we were Um, driving home from like some house party and it was like four in the morning but uh, I had been drinking but totally sobered up and we were just a little tired but I was not delirious so in my in my hometown there's a long road that goes from my high school and at the very end of the road like two miles three miles down maybe I don't know whatever my, my neighborhood's there, but in between the school and my house, there is there was a friend, um, my friend Austin, who had like a very big house. He was really popular. Everyone knew where he lived, and we're driving. I'm driving, and all of a sudden, right in front of his house, because it was on the main road, I remember all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see this white figure of a man and the best way I can describe it without obviously being able to show you guys is that all of a sudden, right when my car drove past that house, it was like like a hitchhiker, like he put his hand out and jumped, hopped sideways like in front of my car. And I don't like being outside at night alone. And so I didn't, I, I kind of like, <gasps> I think I like took a little deep breath but just kind of played it off like I was like sniffling or something because I didn't want to even say it to Bridget because I wanted to wait until we went into my house and we were like safe with the door locked where my parents were and and tell her what happened. So I was just thinking about that the whole time, try to play it off, like change, you know, talk about something funny with her. And so we get inside my house and I was like, Bridget, I saw something on the drive home 
And she's like, stop, stop, so did I, but I wanted to wait until we were inside and safe. I was like, bro, me too. And I was like, so instead of me saying what I saw, I wanted to hear what she saw because I was like, let me see if she's like just agreeing with me for the fuck of it or what. And I was like, what did you see? And she said, the same damn thing. And I'm literally getting chills every time I tell this story. My eyes water up and I get chills. And it's total daylight out right now, but I'm home alone in my apartment and I just get this feeling. It's just so creepy. And she said, and I was like, well, where where on the drive home did you see that? And she said, right in front of Austin's house. I was like, yo, what the hell? Oh my God, it's just crazy. I just, I, to this day, I can picture it exactly. Anytime I drive by that spot, I think about it when I go to visit my parents. It's just, I, I don't understand. <laughs> so that, that was, that's the most memorable, realistic thing I ever experienced. Everybody, I have my friend Hannah here, who was my best friend in elementary school, like fifth, fourth and fifth grade, was it? Yep. (laughs) And I have not seen you in 15 years over that. I don't even know. Oh, so long. I don't even want to think about that. That makes me sound really old. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But thank God for social media because now we are able to stay in touch and it's super cool. So um, Hannah reached out to me and told me that she had some scary stories for me and I absolutely had chills as I read them. So I'm going to let you take it away and tell everyone what you freaked me out with so much. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I have three different stories. I didn't tell you one about my daughter, but I, um, I have three of them. Um, one of them, uh, happened in Mississippi. My mom's from Mississippi. So we went to visit cousins like in the country, like real country. Um, and they were telling us a story about how my cousins have experienced things at this house that we were staying at. And, um, they were telling us how like the lights turn off and the TV, like everything in the house will turn off or the lights will turn off and the TV will stay on. It's like, it freaked me out. So we were talking about it. And um, all of a sudden, as we were talking about it, it was like probably 11 o'clock at night. So it was super dark outside anyways. And while we're talking about this, all of a sudden, all of the lights turn off. Everything turns off in this house. I get the chills. I start freaking out. Like they, And then they like turned on like a minute later. But I started crying. I felt like this super heavy presence. And <laughs> oh. we, we freaking... Uh, got a hotel and stayed there that the rest of the time. I was like, I'm not going back in that house. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah. And my sisters have had experiences at that house too. Like it is just like a super heavy feeling house. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like that presence. Um, Oh my God. So that was probably like, honestly, that was like one of the scariest things in my life. Like it really scared the crap out of me. Um, and then another time I was like 10 or 11 and we went to go visit my grandma at her house and people have like died in this house. Like my great grandmother died in the house and, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. And so my sisters and my cousins and I all walked into my grandmother's room because her dog was barking, like staring at the wall, just barking at like nothing. And, um, everything, like all the lights, the TVs, everything was off. And so we go in there to see what the dog's doing and he's just barking and we're like trying to calm him down. And so we're like, okay, he's fine. So we leave the room. And as we leave the room, the lights turn on and the freaking TV turns on and the volume turns up. Oh my God. <laughs> it scared the 
shit out of me. <laughs> I, I was freaking out. Legit oh. have chills. Like, do you get the chills when you just think about it and talk about it? Yes, I literally have the chills right now. I'm like, Ugh. like when I was telling you when I typed the stories out for you on Instagram, I was like, I literally could not go to sleep that night. All I could think about was how I felt. <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing. Um, and so my third experience, it was with my daughter and uh, we went to a Saints game and my we found a babysitter and she watched my kids. We lived in um, South Louisiana, like as South, like as far South as you can go. It's like super old houses and things like that. And um, so we left my daughter with um, a friend and we came back after the game and we picked her up and we're like, Clara, did you have like a good time? And she goes, yeah, I had a great time. She was like two or three. Mm-hmm. And uh, so <laughs> she's like, this man kept tickling my toes. Like, man, oh like what the God. heck happened? Like we're trying to figure this out, and it was one of my parents' friends that um babysat her. So my mom calls her the next day. She's like, "Yeah, Claire had a great time. She said some man kept tickling her toes." And my mom's friends like, "There was no man at that house. Like there was no man there with us." And um, she said it was this old man. Clara kept saying an old man, and he kept like tickling. And I guess like um she kept he's like, "Hey Clara, do you want to play?" And Clara's like, yeah, I want to play. Like, so she's playing with this man um, and come to find out this woman, her grandfather had died in the house and her grandmother was deceased too. And her grandmother's name was Clara. <gasps> and I have chills right now. Oh I, I can't. Um, <laughs> I literally am freezing. Yeah. Yes, me too. Oh my God. So um, anyway, so she said that this is like the second or third time that this has happened to a young child. Her grandfather loved kids, like loved kids. And she would have like her granddaughters would come over and they would go to the door and because somebody kept knocking and wanting to play and it was no one was there. So anyways, like I'm assuming it was this lady's grandfather that wanted to I don't know, but Clara just kept saying like he was tickling my feet. He was tickling my toes and she like always has picked up on energies like that yeah Um, and so I'm like you know she's very intuitive with that kind of like I don't you know like with Uh spirits and things like that Uh um but she's had multiple multiple things like that happen to her that's just like the scariest one I could think of wow (laughs) so it was it was your friend's house that she was watching her at or your guys yes it was my friend's it was the friend's house and like the house was like when I drove up to it it kind of like you know, it's just, I don't know if anybody's ever been to like South Louisiana, but like in New Orleans, they have like these shotgun houses and they just look old and they were like all made in like the thirties and the forties. And so mm. I guess it was her grandfather's house and her grandmother's house that she was redoing. Um, so wow. it was pretty easy. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like freaking out. My, my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, what the hell? It was so weird, but yep. Those are my stories. Oh my God. I loved and hated them at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know I have more. I just can't think of them. It's just, uh... well, like that stuff freaks you out. So you kind of block it out and I get that. Um, but yeah, I've always heard the same that like children are very in tune with that stuff. Some more than others. And it depends how you react to it. Either they'll like shut it up because like Mm -hmm. you're telling like them like that's scary or that's fake. Right. But you know, at least like it didn't, 
seem harmful. That would spook me too if my child said something like that. But at least it wasn't like he's scaring me or he's being mean. You know, like at least he was right. tickling her toes. But I'm yeah, like, I was oh! like, I was like, oh, thank God he's just tickling you. <laughs> like I was just, it, I, it was really creepy. But oh. yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you sharing those. Um, I am officially freaked out. So mission accomplished. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I know you're busy, so I'll let you go. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing. And I will let you know when I post this. All right. No problem. All right, my love. Have a great rest of your day. Stay away from them ghosts. (laughs) I will. Bye. (laughs) Bye. All right. Now I'm going to read a story that my friend Dan sent me. He has family in South Florida, but was living in Orlando at the time and said that he was going to go home to visit for the weekend after school, but his apartment was on the way and he forgot his razor. So he said that he was going to just go home and grab it real quick before going to South Florida. As I run up the stairs, I already felt like something was off. I opened up my apartment door and the air felt really heavy. The apartment seemed darker than normal. That feeling that I shouldn't be there shot through me as soon as the door fully opened. It was strong enough to make me pause at the doorway and ask myself, do I really need my razor? No, Dan, you probably did not. Just like most people, I told myself it was all in my head and proceeded to walk in. I'm normally the type of person to to turn the lights on as I walk through but didn't bother because of how I felt. You're crazy. All the lights would have been on if that was me. But okay, Dan. Walking ended up turning into a light jog due to how uncomfortable it was in there. I made it to my room, which felt extremely heavy at this point. Went into my bathroom, quickly turned the switch on, grabbed my razor, and turned the light off. As soon as I stepped back into my room, the two French doors from my sunroom blew open. At which this point, my light jog turned into a full sprint out of my apartment, quickly locking the door and sprinting down the stairs into my car. I was extremely apprehensive opening the door again to get in the following Monday. Yeah, I would have burnt my lease and told them, you can give me my deposit back. You didn't tell me about the ghosts that came with the apartment. I would have paid people to move my shit out. End of story. But you're a brave one, Dan. Thank you for that. That was That's freaky as fuck. <laughs> I just have to forewarn you guys that the following conversation between my friend Katie and I was really hard to get. We got disconnected multiple times. It wasn't the best sound quality because she was in her car and talking on Bluetooth, but we tried multiple different days, different times, and it was just like the ghosts did not want us talking about it. I'm not trying to mess with any bad spirits. I just wanted to share the stories, but I guess they don't like their stories stories being shared so I hope you guys can catch the gist of it you will it's creepy stuff and um enjoy um all right everybody Katie is a wonderful friend that I've had for years and then we became neighbors at one time which was like some of the craziest times of my life and she's just my bitch so go ahead and share whenever you're ready yeah okay all right, so um, a couple of years ago, uh, I moved from Claremont to a little town called Eustis in Lake County, and um, when we were looking for a house to move into, we're, we're renting, by the way, um, I had like this fear that we were going to get an old house and that it was going to be haunted, and um, I've had some like weird stuff growing up happen to me in different like houses, and I've never, it's never really scared me, but... Um, I still have that, like, weird fear, and, um, 
we finally found this house. It's like a five-bedroom house, and it's, like, super nice. It's from the 60s, and I was a little, like, weary about moving in, but it had been completely renovated, and it was, like, super cute. Um, well, we got the keys to the house, and uh, we didn't move in for, like, a week or two um, because of uh, our other lease, but uh, we went and got the keys, and we went and got our Wi-Fi set up over there, and while we were there... Um, I was like standing in the kitchen, which faces the front door and the two other people that were there with me were facing me and I just see the doorknob behind them, the front door, just like jiggling, like somebody's trying to get in. And I like, I yelled at my friends to like, who's here? Like, who's at the door? And they went and opened the front door and nobody was there. There was absolutely no one around. So that was, that was the start of some like really weird shit. Um, is this the house that, and then, yeah, that's the one that you came and stayed the night at. And I think I had, like, either told you some stories or I had mentioned to you that it was, like, yeah. super weird in the house. <sighs> yeah. Um, but um, so we moved in, like, a couple weeks later, and um, we we had a roommate, and I had mentioned to him that it was, like, kind of weird in there, and he was, like, out back smoking, and um, our daughter was, like, She's in, like, the back bedroom. The The front of the house was uh, the original house, and then the back half where the master bedroom is is, like, built on. And she had what was the original master bedroom, which just has, like, a, it has a tiny closet, but it's the biggest room there. And she um, she had this lightsaber nightlight, and it's, like, super bright. And its window faces um, the backyard where my roommate was smoking at. And... Uh, he said he was, like, talking on the phone, and all of a sudden, like, I'm in the master bathroom. I hear him, like, barrel in the door, bust open the my master bedroom door, and, like, yell for me. So I, like, come running out of the bathroom, and he's, like, the craziest shit just happened. Um, I was standing in the backyard, and um, I look into um, our daughter's window, and she is, um, there's someone, like, at the window brushing her. Bless you. No, no, I'm squealing of scaredness. <laughs> Go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, she saw someone, br- or he saw someone like brushing their hair, like there was like almost like a mirror or like a vanity under the window, and he could just see the silhouette, and it was someone that had like big hair, and he said he ran all the way in the house, like all the way down to the hallway, because it's a, it's a pretty like decent sized house, so he like open her window or her her door and she was like dead asleep oh my god uh. and nobody was around yeah and that happened on two different occasions and mind you he was like not drunk or anything he was literally just smoking a cigarette out back so that was pretty weird um he also like one time uh I came home and he came out of his bedroom and he was like pale as a ghost. And he was like, I just got out of the shower. And when I was in the shower, the doorknob uh, was oh like God. jiggling, like somebody was like trying to get in, but he was the only one home. And, and the weird part about it is like the, the front part of the house, that's the original part. Like that's the part that everything weird has happened in and nothing in the back. And it's, I feel that way too, like at night. Cause my girlfriend, she'd work third shift, and I'd be home all by myself at night, and I'd be so scared to go onto the other side of the house. 
And um, one night even, it was like 3 a.m., I slept with the TV on because I was terrified. And um, I had, at the time, I had four cats and a dog. And I had woken up because I heard um, one of our cats is, like, very curious and he loves to play in the sink, and I know that there were some dishes in the sink, and I could hear um, the dishes, like, moving around in the sink, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Bert's in there again. Well, I sat up, and three of the cats were in the bed with me, and my dog was too, and I go to, like, stand up to, like, bolt out there and, and bring him in the bedroom and close the door so he'd stop messing with stuff, oh. and he was asleep by the front, or by the bedroom door. And so that was really, really weird too because... I mean, the dishes, they were, like, stacked in the... Shit. Hi. Hi. Okay, guys. So, we got disconnected by a ghost, I think. I don't think they like us talking about this. Too. <laughs> Remember, I had the Ouija board in the seat right next to me. Oh. I texted you right after that happened. Why did you have a Ouija board next to you in your car? Um, I was taking it to my other job, my makeup school that I work at. We just moved into an old funeral home, so I thought it would be funny to bring a Ouija board with me. You're crazy and they're crazy. Why the hell did they do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's nice. It fits us really well. I mean, we're like, you know, like a special effects makeup school, so we make scary stuff. Um, but, I mean, the, the Ouija board, I feel like, fits in really well. <laughs> Jesus, that's so weird. I mean, yeah. I guess the rent is really good. I don't think anyone else wants to move in there. It had been vacant for a year, and they were, like, trying to sell it, and we were, oh like, fucking oh yourselves because no one's going to rent this place out. We want it right now. So, I mean, we got it for a pretty good deal. They even gave us, like, six months of rent-free, which that is wants it. so <laughs> sketch and haunted. Oh, my God. It's, it's crazy. I had lunch with a friend the other day who worked in the funeral industry, and they were, like, um, I, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, the school moved into like an old funeral home. And they're like, really, which one? And they're like, and I told him, I was like, uh, it's, you know, in Belle Isle. And they're like, oh my gosh, that is the most haunted funeral home that is known in the funeral industry in Orlando. And I was like, oh, cool. Thank you. I can't. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's so uh-huh. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Oh. So- A little bit. Before we got disconnected, you were talking about how you thought your cat was playing in the sink with the dishes, and then you saw that they were your, all your cats were next to you sleeping, right? Yeah, and um, that was pretty much the end of that. They, uh, yeah, they they were all around, and I was like, wow, um, I don't I don't really know what's going on out in the kitchen, but I'm just gonna close my bedroom door, which <laughs> for some also close my bedroom door. But I finally that night I was like, you know what, it's probably just best. So I just closed it, and I finally fell asleep. Um, my girlfriend eventually got like cameras in the house because we thought someone had tried to break in at one point. Um, but I was really scared to have, she connected the cameras to the TV. I'm sorry. So you cut out saying that the the cameras are connected to the TV and you're scared to watch them. I'm scared to watch them because I feel like it's going to be like paranormal activity and I'm going to catch something that I really don't want to see. I feel this, I would be the same exact way. Yeah, and I do have one video um, where it said there was movement in the in the living room, which is the front part of the house that I've been talking about, and I never, like, there was no movement at all 
in the video, but the the noise is like insane on the video. It doesn't sound like there's really any words, but I've never heard the noise like I heard it in Ew. that one clip. Yeah, so, but I've never, um, I turned off my movement notifications because I was like, I was over like watching like my cat jump on the counter or, you know, whatever. So, um, it's probably got some weird stuff, I would assume, but I, I, I'm not in, I'm not in it to watch it. That's for sure. No, I feel the exact same way. Like, I don't want to know if something like that's happening. If they're not disturbing me, but I were to see something, no, I can't do it. Because, like, I always thought it'd be funny to film myself well, talking in my sleep. But I'm like, I don't want to go through that foot. That's, <laughs> no. I feel like ever since, so, I, I started, I still get mail from, like, the owners, like, the previous owners. I'm not sure if they were right before us. I think they were. Um, I still get their mail. And I, I end up looking them up on Facebook because I'm, like, the FBI. <laughs> And I found out that the lady's husband actually died really suddenly, and he was a pastor. Oh, and I'm like, no. great, this this ghost. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this ghost is now. He's a pastor. He's living in a house with lesbians. Like I have a bunch of like spooky. I'm like I'm really into Halloween. You know, I I do a bunch of like Halloween makeup. So I have like my makeup room is just like covered in like Chucky, The Exorcist, all this crazy stuff and I'm like great he he hates this place and Probably. so um yeah that's what I'm saying so um I ended up finding uh like I like I said finding out that he had died suddenly now I don't know for sure that he died in the house but I I have an assumption because I found out that his name was Rodney and I started using the name Rodney in the house like if something weird would happen I'd be like it's just oh. Rodney and things have really like chilled out like, I don't have any issues, so I feel like, you know, once I, I started saying this name, everything's been pretty good, and I've only had one incident since, and this is really weird, and I'm going to send you the picture of it, because I don't think I ever sent it to you, but I, I might have sent it to you on Snapchat, a it's actually a video, of what? but it's, it's, this is, this is where it got real, real weird. Now, I haven't had anything happen since then, this has probably been about four or five months since I've realized this, but... So, um, my girlfriend and I's daughter did not want to be in the room that she was in anymore. She wanted to be in the room next to, uh, my girlfriend and I, like the master bedroom, which is the add-on of the house. And she just said that she didn't like being far from us, but I feel like it's a deeper, a, a deeper, yeah. you know, situation than she wants to lead on. I really think that she didn't like a room. Like, really like, like the feeling of her room. I feel like she thought it was weird. Oh my God, I just remembered something. One time... She walked into our room in the middle of the night and asked why uh, my girlfriend was in her room turning the TV on and off. And I was, yeah, and I looked at, I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, um, what? And she goes, she's just sleepwalking. She doesn't sleepwalk though. She, now she is very like, um, if you wake her up, she, she does go into like a deep sleep and you'll have to like really like shake her out of it. But she does not, like, physically get up and walk across the house in her sleep. And so that was, to me, really weird. And like I said, my, my girlfriend's a really big skeptic. So to her, this is all over her head. She doesn't doesn't care about any of it. But I'm like, yo, someone was in her room changing her TV, and you're just blowing it off. So Oh, God. Um, anyway, so she, she wanted out of that bedroom, so we moved her. Well, um, 
fuck that's about. Um, oh, wait, no. Oh, okay, so I moved makeup room. Um, I went from the tiny room in the house, and since she had moved to a different room, I took the big master bedroom on the other side, and I made it, like, a really nice big makeup room, and I moved all of my, like, Halloween decorations, because I'm only allowed to have my Halloween decorations in the house from August until November. <laughs> So what a dumb rule. The walls are like so covered. <laughs> I know, right? Because you yeah. remember my house used to be always Halloween alone. all yeah. year long. <laughs> yeah, well, with my brother, yeah. but he was never home, so he didn't care. But um, yeah, so my room or my makeup room, like in the off season, is like wall to wall. You can't see any like paint on the wall because it's covered in like posters and decorations, and um, so. The last thing that I moved, and it was actually the last thing I put up in the room, was a picture of Reagan from The Exorcist. And it's on the back of the door. (laughs) And I had had the windows covered with, one of the windows was covered with a Jurassic Park, like, fleece throw blanket. And the other window was covered with, like, one of my favorite bands, um, flags on the other window. So there was no real, like, sunlight coming into the room. Yeah. And that's very important to this story because when I took the picture down, um, the silhouette of Reagan, her head and her shoulders, is actually burnt into the back of the door. And I wish I was joking on this, but I have real evidence of it. It is still in that room. It's the guest bedroom now. And it is... uh, it is absolutely insane. I took it down, and I'm like, no, wait. This is the only spot in the room where there is something. Like, it, it's literally, like, almost looks like black charcoal. And if you look on the back of the Reagan photo, there is nothing on the what back of the photo. The, you're going to have to send that to me. And then, guys, I'll put this up on my Instagram so you can refer to this after listening. <gasps> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Snapchat um, it's a Snapchat video of me like showing the entire room you can only see like really command strips on the wall of where I've like you know stuck everything up and I've taken it down there's like a Freddy versus Jason poster and then I and then I cut to like the back of the door and there's literally shoulders and a head silhouette that is like burnt into the back of the door and it is absolutely insane um Um, goodbye yeah there's there's no explanation for it (laughs) yeah believe in that then yes that can be a really dangerous game so like yeah i know you're smart that's so weird i don't know i don't know how you sleep at night after things like that happen like i've never had anything happen in my house living alone but i just get feelings sometimes and i don't even like that like i couldn't imagine like you have like that photo evidence of that shit and then your your daughter saying stuff you're a brave one yeah it's super weird and even even when um you and I were uh, neighbors over in Winter Park. Um, remember Taylor and Michael? They used to live downstairs from me, and they would say, like, when even oh, though I was oh. gone at Horror Nights, they would they would hear like footsteps in my apartment. And yeah, I do have a really chonky cat, but 
there's no way that my chonky cat sounds like a human foot, like human footsteps, like in my apartment. And I just, I really have felt like things have followed me my yeah. entire life. Um, you know, like when I, when I was little, um, this was another like short, quick story that happened to me. My, um, my grandparents lived in Pahokee, Florida, which is, um, around Lake Okeechobee and everybody had died um, pretty much around the lake in the 1928 hurricane, everybody had drowned. There was like 15 foot waters, and once you know the waters had cleared out and everything, that it was pretty much a huge grave. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my mom grew up in this house, and when I was like three, I was headed up to like it's basically like the third floor of the house. I was headed up there to where like my toys were in the room on the third floor, and I guess this lady had told me that I wasn't allowed to go upstairs and I went back down to the second floor in the kitchen and I told my mom, I'm like, she won't let me go upstairs. And my mom was like, that's, Uh, you know, like me and my cousin are the only ones that are home and uh, my mom that we're home. And I was saying that somebody would not let me upstairs. And my mom remembers hearing like little, like, like pitter patter, like uh, footsteps um, in the house growing oh. up, um, and apparently the original owner was named like Miss Denton, and she had How died, and that's who it was. That, so, I can't, I can't handle that. Part three. One last time. This is it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. That's it. So. That's pretty much it. So I, every time I ask you this, it, it stops recording. It's like they don't want us to talk about it. <laughs> but I'm saying, have you ever tried to sage or clean or, or bless, like, anywhere that you moved into? So, stop oh, my following. God, it's freaking up again. How weird is it? Okay, so, so. Oh, my God. So my girlfriend did sage the house. She did. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. We have sage, like, on our, we have, like, a little coffee bar area. And it sits up there, and, I mean, maybe now that's why we don't really have any weird stuff happening, but um, I don't know if she saved, like, the other side of the house. I think she just walked through the main part, and I, I don't, I really don't think that the back half where the master bedroom is affected is because it was added on, so um, I honestly think that multiple people have died in the front part because our roommate had seen a woman, That was painfully difficult to record between the scariness of it, the connection issues, but I had so much fun and loved it. Thank you to my guests. I will be doing a part two before Halloween. I just got to coordinate recording with people. It's hard. Life is busy, but that's okay. Also, at the top of my Instagram page, I'm going to be posting under my podcast highlights the picture that Katie was talking about of the image that was basically burnt into her wall. Ugh. Still can't get over that. And if you noticed, I've been fucking around with sound effects and music, so I actually posted right after this segment. You'll only be able to hear it if you're listening on the Anchor app, but it's a little snippet of a remix to a Halloween movie. Um, If you don't know what movie it's from, get with it. But seriously, guys, I love you. Thank you. And stay away from them Ouija boards.